Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. There's a lot of stuff all trying to come in at the same time. I know I'm not the only one that's been struggling with this. I've had quite a few people telling me that this new air energy of 2021 has the mental space a bit chaotic. And this is very true. For those of you who haven't listened to my 2021 podcast yet, I encourage you to go and do so. I released it last week just with some messages around how I feel this incoming year is going to challenge us, um, help us focus our energy and some of the things that we can do for ourselves in order to cultivate growth. So it's no coincidence that yesterday um, I actually taught a Seraphim Blueprint level three class, which is the manifestation class inside of the series of six levels of Seraphim Blueprint. And we had some really cool messages come through yesterday through the collective of the group. Um, we had some animal animal totems coming in um, with some really interesting messages. And today, as I was pulling my cards this morning, I'm seeing the themes reoccur. Now, over the last couple of weeks for me, the energies that have been coming in have shifted a bit. And I'm very accustomed to having the Christ consciousness energy come in, the divine feminine, you know, Mother Mary, um, the angels, the ascended masters. You know, these are things that I am um, familiar with how they feel. But the last couple of weeks have been a little different. I have had a lot more galactic uh, type energy coming in. And I've also had a lot of unicorn energy coming in. Now, I don't separate this from the incoming energy of the, the growing Christ consciousness. Now, when I talk about Christ consciousness energy, it's not just allocated to Jesus. I know a lot of people think that it's just about that. Although it is related, what we're talking about more is the expansion and balance of divine feminine and divine masculine coming into our consciousness. It's about the connection of head and heart. It's about the balance of yin and yang. Um, it's a balance of our duality. It's a higher level of emotional intelligence. It's a higher level of divine intelligence. And ultimately, it supports the growing energy of unconditional love of uh, forgiveness, of compassion, of harmony, of us being able to connect with our God self, the God within, and be able to see God in each other. And so this is Christ consciousness. A lot of our ascended masters taught these lessons. And so, you know, the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Buddha, the teachings of, you know, of 
of Kuan Yin, the teach, you know, the, we're, we're looking at all of the, the same teachings, regardless of whether they were female or male in a human form, um, we're, we're looking at the same themes. Now, the, the vibration of 2021 has a lot of this Christ consciousness coming in. Now, what's really interesting about the galactic energy and the unicorn energy is that um, the unicorn and the white stag actually are in Celtic mythology and, and some of our other cultural history. Um, these symbols are actually symbols of the hero's journey and the symbol of meeting this Christ consciousness on your own path and starting anew, starting a deeper spiritual journey with, with self, a deeper connection with all that is, the deeper connection with oneness and the magic and the joy that is inside of that. Now, from the galactic perspective, for those of you who follow the story of the Arcturians, there is actually a lot of Buddha energy and Christ energy inside of the Arcturian civilization as well. I don't really separate uh, these feelings that are coming in. It's just interesting that they're coming in in a little bit of a different way now than what we're used to. And I do think this matches with the 2021 energies, a higher level of exploration of truth, different kinds of truths than we are used to hearing and talking about the same old, same old. It's about being able to turn our perspective just a little bit to be able to see things a little bit differently uh, than we have been seeing. So I wanted to share with you the card pool that I actually, this was my own personal card pool that I did for myself this morning for my morning meditation, but it's just so appropriate for everyone that I wanted to share the message because there's a lot of themes of manifestation this week. Today being a very powerful portal for manifestation, we have the new moon and Capricorn coming in in the middle of the week. Also just traditionally the new moon being a time of uh, new beginnings, of new cycles at the same time we experience the duality of completion so this is a big theme as and in my other podcast that i did uh about the general energy of 2021 i talk a lot about duality i talk a lot about polarity and how this year we are going to experience a lot of that if we think about the balance of the five i almost think about it as you know, like if, if you spread it out five ones in a row, we've got two on one side, we've got two on the other, and then we've got the odd man in the middle, right? And so it's the odd man in the middle of where we're all, we're all kind of shift, trying to shift into this middle space to explore something new. And I talk about the rebellious energy um, that's in the five in order to dig deeper, to be the detective, you know, to, to try to put this jigsaw puzzle together. Sometimes we have to step outside of what we are used to and look at it in a little bit of a different way in order to discover a clue that we didn't see before. Okay, so this is this is kind of what we're looking at. We're not looking at necessarily this week's new moon as a traditional new moon where, you know, we're used to the full moon as being our release cycle. We're really, we, we put a lot of focus on the full moon as our release cycle. Whereas I feel like this new moon is actually pushing us 
into a deeper perspective of release because we need to be able to see things at the same time. We need to be able to see that we cannot call in the new if we haven't made space for it. And so this new moon is there's going to be this simultaneous release in order to make space for this new energy that's coming in. And I know that this is a theme I talk about quite frequently, this duality of letting go in order to start something new, the grief cycle of change and how we resist it. We really do resist letting go of this old stuff because we don't wanna feel the emotions that are associated with that. We just want to feel all the good feelings. But what we don't often uh, think of is the gift of the relationship between the two. We were talking about this in my class yesterday. We were talking about the surge of the emotions that sit inside the solar plexus. Oh, I'm going to do a little, got my solar plexus spray here. I designed this particular blend to not only target the solar plexus, but from a manifestation standpoint, also having to target the sacral chakra, the throat chakra for expression, and the, the mental field to imagine new ideas. So we have to be able to go into a creative place to, to create a vision of where we're going before we can manifest it, okay? So, so back to what I was saying, the solar plexus itself, we have, think about the biology of the body, okay? The physiology of the body. We have the liver, we have the gallbladder, we have the stomach, we have the pancreas, we have the kidneys, we have the adrenals, we have the small intestine, we've got the spleen. I mean, there's so much going on inside of our solar plexus. And the common job of all of these organs is to take in sustenance, take in our nutrition and pull in what's good and get rid of what's not. Okay. So we've got the, the breakdown of the good stuff and the, the offering of the new stuff. But then at the same time, it's our organs breaking down our toxins, getting rid of waste, you know, making space for this, all the good stuff to come into the body and be able to do its job. So we also have to think about it from an emotional perspective. Inside of our solar plexus, we have courage, we have strength, we have empowerment, we have motivation, we have movement, we have decision-making, we have all of these amazing things that create identity and move us forward, okay? But we also have anger, frustration, bitterness, resentment, jealousy, guilt. You know, we have all of these other things in there too. And what's really interesting is that those emotions are almost always connected to a situation where you were unable to fill your desires for whatever reason. There was some sort of limitation in place, be it a relationship, a job, a, whatever circumstance that you have viewed as a block, a limitation that stands in your path in order to get what you want that thing overpowered your desires. So you weren't able to get what you want. And in reaction to that, response to that, your solar plexus gets frustrated because it wants to propel you forward. It wants to go after your dreams. It wants to make them manifest them into the physical realm. And so we see in that, that our anger, our frustration, our bitterness, those kinds of things we, we need to ask ourselves a question, why are, why are we being triggered? 
like this. Why are these emotions coming up? Treat them as a navigational compass. Your body is trying to tell you this doesn't feel good because we just blocked ourselves from getting what we want. Okay. And I think that one of the really important things, and I read this quote to my class yesterday, it came to me through the tut.com where it's uh, universe, the universe messages in your inbox every day. And it was one that I got years ago, the, the morning I was going to teach my first level three, not a coincidence. And the quote was, manifestation is about knowing what to want, not how to get what you want. Very different energies there. And knowing what to want is a very high level of emotional and spiritual intelligence, being connected to your inner desires, really to your heart's desires, your soul purpose desires, what is really in alignment with you. And not necessarily what your world, your exterior world is showing you what to want. And inside of that, there's this really interesting vibration of manipulation. Okay. And it's, it's a fine line to walk, you know, even in our day to day of how we interact with people. How do you get what you want? Are you one of these people that is just very direct and I know what I want, I'm going to ask for it? Or are you one of these people that's a little bit more passive aggressive about it? You know, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to directly ask for what I want because somewhere inside of you, you don't really feel that you're allowed to do that. And so you're going to kind of do it in a sideways fashion where it's a little bit more subversive. And this is through manipulating people's emotions. It's about planting suggestions and then spurring an emotional response in that other person that makes them feel bad for whatever reason. And now they feel responsible for giving you what you need. Okay. So this is manipulation. When what we're trying to be taught right now is to be able to go inside of ourselves and truly feel what it is that our heart is asking for, what our body is asking for, and figuring out a way to empower ourselves to get that without having to manipulate the world around us. So being authentic, understanding that you deserve these things that your soul is calling out for, and having the courage to go after it and work, do the work to get the things that you want in an organic and authentic way. And so the cards that came up were really interesting in the support of this. So the first card that I pulled today, actually, I don't have it out, but it was from my Metatron deck. And it was the card of duality. And this was my card for the entire week, basically of the theme of the week. And it's a balance card. It was the yin and the yang. And so this was something that was very validating for me because it's something that I've been feeling that I needed to take action in some different areas of my life to get myself back in balance. And it's inside of a new landscape for me. So it's, you know, the old kind of balance might not be appropriate anymore. Trying to figure out what, what does my balance look like now inside of my current life, inside of my demands, inside of my work, my, my home life, my health, you know, all of those things. What does balance look like now? And really having to think about that. And inside of trying to create space for this balance, we come up against new challenges that require change. 
And this is where we really, we often go into resistance around change, don't we? Because we, we don't want to, we shrink away from that because we're not sure what feelings live inside of that. You know, when in fact, going into those challenges and pushing ourselves to grow in uncomfortable ways is what reveals all the gifts. And we can always look backwards with hindsight and say, well, if I had never pushed myself, I would have never discovered A, B, and C. Well, what makes the situation that's in front of you any different? We get so consumed by the challenge that's in front of us and the potential darkness that we might touch inside of that, that we forget about all of the accomplishments that we've already achieved and what has brought us into this moment where we are now. And it was about manifesting through diving into those challenges that were, that were in front of you the emotional challenges, the physical challenges, whatever it was that had to be reorganized and restructured in order to make space for this new vision that you had, there was always a period of growth that might've been a little uncomfortable. But what makes it uncomfortable is the resistance to it. If we just open and allow ourselves to move with this energy, then there's a lot less tension, there's a lot less stress, there's a lot less anxiety about it because we've taken a different perspective on it. We're welcoming the change because we know that that growth is exactly what we need to bring in these new things that we're trying to manifest. So the cards that I pulled for myself inside of my three, the first one was from my Sacred Rebels deck, which I, I'm, I'm feeling, really feeling this deck right now because of this five energy that I was talking about. Um, I feel like the whole world is inside of this sacral movement, um, this Sacred Rebel, you know, energy right now. And so the card that came out was what you want wants you. And I was literally wearing a sweatshirt yesterday that had that roomy quote on it. What you seeks, what you are seeking seeks you. And so this is the infinity, right? This is also the yin and the yang. This is what you send out comes back. And so really thinking about what are you sending out? Like what kind of desires are you digging into and, and, and pushing out into the universe in order to try to manifest back? And this was about going deeper. It was about what I was talking about at the beginning of this. It's about going into a space inside of you to ask yourself, what do you truly want? Not what the outside world is showing you that you should want, but what do you want? And you may actually find that it's not exactly in alignment with what's going on around us and what we're being shown that we should want right now. And this is where we see the dissonance. This is where the rise is coming from, you know, in, in the general people. You know, this is where we see the separation happening. This is where we see the, the rebellion happening. It's because people are understanding more and more each day that what they're feeling inside doesn't match with what's going on around them. And this is a really disorienting place to be. Our, our teaching is to look outside of ourselves and to pick something that looks good because everyone else is doing it because we, we are social creatures and we do want to fit in. It's, it's part of our psyche. There is studies that are done on this where they put a panel of people together and 90 and one out of the group is the, the test subject. Everybody else is in on the experiment. 
And whoever it is that's guiding this test group starts showing answers. And all every other person in the row starts giving the wrong answer. And the person that is the test subject that doesn't know what's going on is looking at everybody like, I'm not, I don't see that. That's that's not right, but everyone else is saying it's right. So the person starts saying the same thing as all the other people in the row, even though they know that their eyes are showing them something else and that they know that the truth is not what everyone else is saying it is. This is, this is our, our psyche actually works this way. And so we're going through a massive restructuring of our mental fields right now and our instincts to fit in our instincts to belong to something, to pick a side. And suddenly we're being kind of washed with this tidal wave, you know? It's like we're being washed up onto the shore and we're trying to jump back in and then we're washed up onto the other shore and we're trying to jump back in. You know, it's it's so forceful right now. And we're all trying to figure out where we fall inside of these truths that are emerging right now. And so it is about going really deep within to figure out where do you where do you sit? What are you trying to manifest? Why are you trying to manifest that thing? That was the first card that came up. The second one was from my Starseed Oracle. Again, you know, just kind of pulling into the origins of our nature, more of a galactic vibration. And it was a card about connecting with the planet. It was the card of earth pulsing. So beautiful. And the whole idea of the earth pulsing card was to be able to ground your desires into where you are right now, your own personal connection. Each of us is designed to have a personal connection with earth and being able to have these ideas come in and pull them down into the body and ground them into the earth so we can actually bring them into form. A lot of us are having trouble doing this right now because we're either too far up in these realms or we're too far down in the earth to the point where it's like wearing leg, leg, lead boots or being stuck in the mud, right? And we feel like we, we still, we can't go anywhere. And so the duality of above and below is being asked to come together in this five energy. So we're moving into the horizon line. Instead of spending too much time up here or too much time down there, we're being pulled into the horizon. And the horizon is the heart chakra inside of our body because we've got three chakras above and we've got three chakras below and the heart is number seven right in the middle. Okay, so the heart is the the heart field has its own frequency, its own polarity, its own Hertz frequency that actually matches with the core of the planet. Also science, <laughs> you can Google heart math and you can see this, where they've actually measured the field of the heart space along with the core of the planet and with the, the, the heart of the galaxy, the frequency that comes out of there. And they are all a perfect match to each other. Not an accident, all by design. And so what, naturally, when we go into our horizon point and connect to our heart space, we are plugging back into Mother Earth. We are giving ourselves back to the mother. 
We are allowing ourselves to be supported in a very natural and balanced way. Instead of constantly ripping our roots up out of the ground because we're, we're frantically looking for, well, where do I put my focus? Who should I be looking at right now to tell me what to do, to tell me where to go? No, it's about pulling it back in, sinking it down into the body and feeling yourself, really feeling yourself. And this is why I've said over and over again, over the last month, six weeks, when people are asking me, well, what do I do? Number one, be aware of your focus. What are you focusing on? What are you choosing to focus on? Where are your thoughts? Where are the emotions around that thing? And can you turn it to the other side and look at things in a little bit of a different way? So are you, I mean, essentially, are you choosing joy? Or are you choosing stress and, and resistance and dissonance? So these are, these are two choices that we get to make. The other thing that I've been saying over and over is get in your body. Pull all of this mental energy that's flying around, pull it down into your body and having a very intentional conversation with yourself, your higher self and with spirit and saying, okay, of all these ideas that are trying to flood my brain at the same time, where should I be placing my focus? You know, where, where is the, the most important message that's trying to come through right now? I've had to do this with myself multiple times a day because it's a collision of voices. It's a collision of ideas. It's like my channel never closes now. It's like, it's crazy. And we're all channeling information at this point. Not just the people that you look to as your, your teachers and your channelers and your healers and your psychics. I mean, we're all connecting with this right now, all of us. And so trying to figure out how to channel this energy in a little bit more of a focused way and getting it down in the body, even getting it out of the body, write it down, do a post-it note, do a list, journal, get it, get it on a canvas, however it is that you process, getting it out so your eyes can see it instead of trying to process it up here in the air. And the message inside of this particular card, I wanted to read an excerpt of it. Today, many of us are disconnected from the land beneath us. Somewhere along the way, a severing happened, a moment when it became too painful to stay connected. Um, we feel unsupported, as if we don't belong. We look to other people and the external world to fill the void of that connection holding and belonging once given to us by the earth, taking, clutching, conquering, longing for others to receive us fully as the mother once did, forgetting that she's still there, still here, waiting for us to remember and activate that part of us that longs to receive her embrace. So, you know, I think that we're all so focused in the connection with spirit, looking for this outside intuition to come in that we land up here and then we're locked in. And this is part of the mental entrapment, the imprisonment that I was talking about in my podcast. So, you know, even on the search for light and even on the search for spiritual messages, we still lock ourselves into some sort of limitation. We forget that we need the polarity of both. We need the duality of both. We must have it. On one extreme, the other side of that coin is the other extreme. And so as we are seeing new beginnings, we're seeing things end. As we're seeing 
what's really interesting now, you look at what's going on in just in the mainstream, where we're seeing major shutdown of expression. And at the same time, we see people starting to shout at the top of their lungs, new expression. So as much as we're trying to be censored, there are other voices rising. And so this is, this is the duality of what's going on. It's like the more you try to push things down, the more they're going to pop up. And so this is what we're being asked to do inside of our bodies to try to find some sort of balance instead of going into extreme resistance, trying to find a middle place where we can kind of flow back and forth to explore these new places of release, of completion and new beginning. The third card that I pulled was from the unicorn deck and it's the strength card. And we see it's the dark horse, the dark horse the dark unicorn. I think that's also very symbolic because we're all, we always think of the unicorn as white. And we're now we're going back to the yin and the yang. That sometimes the strength and the courage comes from the dark, from the void. And what is black? It's the void. And light is birthed from the void. And so we see these gifts can be born. The new beginnings, purity of light can be born from the challenges that we're facing. So all of these things together, looking at it from the point of manifestation, we really are being asked to go a little bit deeper inside of our abundance exercises and our new moon rituals that we're always doing, trying to manifest. I think we're being asked to look a little bit deeper within of what we're trying to manifest for our year and this this cycle that isn't just about, well, I want to manifest more money or I want to manifest a new relationship. We, we've got to go deeper. We've got to look at our true nature and see what is it that we're really longing for. Is it really that the twin flame or are we just really longing for a deep, intimate connection to our earth and to each other? And we're just, we've assigned it to this one person we're trying to call into our lives. It's, it's about taking a little bit of a new perspective on the things that you've wanted. And how does that match with your soul song, the heart song? And so before I close today, because I don't know if I'm going to have a chance to get back on later this week, because that just kind of seems to be how my weeks are going lately. I'm going to pull from my Moonology deck and see if we can't just get a little bit um, of a message for our new moon this week that's coming up on the 13th, I believe. I'm, I, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe somebody that's on here knows exactly where we're looking at our new moon for um, Charlene. I don't know if you're still on here listening, but where we are for the new moon in North America, whether it's a little bit more of the 12th or whether we're a little bit more into the 13th. But as you know, the new moon energy comes in and it's pre-shadow about 72 hours before or a couple of days before. And then we have the day of the new moon and then we've got the post-shadow phase kind of coming out of the new moon. And I also will mention that this is the, the new moon that is before Mercury retrograde is coming. Uh, starts on, or maybe it aligns with the next 
new moon. No, we wouldn't quite be there. We've got Mercury retrograde coming in on January 30th. Calendar says 13th. Thank you, Jennifer. So that's what I was, that's what my calendar was showing me too. But I know sometimes it's a little different depending on where you are on in the world. But so setting our eyes on the magic 13 um, for this week in January, following our triple conjunction that came in yesterday, that looks like it's going to have some waves out into April. So we're going to be in that energy for a, a little while, um, which is interesting because myself and a couple of my other channeling friends have been tuning into this timeline. We can't really figure out what it, what the timeline really means. We just keep getting April. We just keep seeing April. So we'll, we'll see what that's all about. All right. So I'm hearing top cards. So we're just going to pull the top card from my, the Moonology deck. New Moon and Capricorn. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, you can't make this stuff up. I'm telling you. Spirit is amazing. My goodness. You, I just can't. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go. And the, the theme of the card is your hard work is paying off. New moon in Capricorn. All right. There we go. Tiny, tiny print. Need my glasses. All right. New moon in Capricorn. First and foremost, this card suggests a new start for you professionally. Whatever has been going on in your working life, this card heralds the start of a new and improved work cycle. If you're unhappy in your current job, this is time to either renegotiate your position or look for something new. Whatever your question, whether work-related or otherwise, a new plan and strategy is called for. You need to take a look at the long term and think about where you want to be in 12 months or even five years from now. That will inform your best course of action now. So think seriously about it. Drawing this card suggests it's a time for you to be ambitious about whatever it is that you want to achieve. Attuning into the moon, make a proper plan and execute it well. Additional meanings for this card. You need to be more disciplined to reach your goal. Hard work makes dreams a reality. A very good omen for study and teaching. Don't be too controlling and avoid anyone who is controlling. Remember I was talking about the themes of manipulation to get what you want. The teaching. Capricorn is the sign of ambition, building and hard work. The energy is solid and rigid. The new moon in Capricorn is a powerful lunation that comes toward the end of each year and marks arguably the best moment annually to make a list of your hopes, dreams, ambitions, and intentions for the full year ahead. Pulling this card at any time suggests that with planning and discipline, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. I mean, is anybody else mind blown? I mean, Liz, I feel you. I got chills too. I just can't even like, <laughs> I think that we can all, I mean, all of us have a job, right? We all have some sort of identity inside of a job. It doesn't matter if it's a nine to five. We all have some sort of level. I feel like I need to spray my angel spray for this. My head's starting to get a little cloudy. This is where we talk about going into your 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 deepest desires for who you want to be where your purpose lies and how are you applying that in your everyday job 
I coach my clients on this all the time because I have so many light workers that walk through my door and they're in other jobs. They're in corporate America, they're in finance, they're in marketing, they're in sales, you know, they're they're doing they're doing other kinds of things. They don't have a shingle that they're hanging out and saying, "Well, I'm a healer, I'm this, I'm that," you know. But that doesn't matter. Walking a path of light needs to be seated everywhere. Everywhere. And so you being a light worker, it doesn't matter what career path you've chosen. You can still live fully inside of your light and your purpose with that. And creating ambition and drive and purpose and passion inside of what you've chosen, now is the time to really dig into why that's meaningful to you and going into your, your deepest desires, your deepest truths inside of yourselves, where are you experiencing dissonance? Where, where is it sucking you dry? Where are there changes that need to be made? Some of them might be scary, but it ultimately is driving your soul toward into where you, your, your soul came here to, to do a job, especially right now. All of us are here on purpose during this time, and we all have a very important role to play. You know, I've, I've used the analogy before of like a sweater or a tapestry. If you remove one thread, eventually the whole fabric starts to lose its integrity and starts to fall apart. So we're all here together at a very specific time for a very specific reason. And so your path is just as important as your neighbors. Your path is just as important as your counselor, as your intuitive, as your channel, as your doctor. Your value is even with everybody else's. And so this entitles you to go after what your soul is calling out for. And so now we're being shown an opening inside. I know so many Capricorn entrepreneurs, oh my gosh, you wanna talk about hard work and they don't quit. And if one, one door closes, they're already open in three other windows and three other doors. And so we're being asked to see this inside of ourselves, that instead of seeing failure, we're just seeing it as, oh, well, if that doesn't, doesn't work, then I've got three other opportunities that I can try. Because you're creating them for yourself. So we're really, really, really being asked to see both sides of, of the coin. That it doesn't always have to be doom and gloom. What's on the other side of that? And if you don't know what your heart's desire is and you're not exactly tuned into that, then there is the fun and the adventure of exploring that, maybe for the first time ever. What sets you on fire? Even if it's something super generic, I wanna write, I wanna paint, I wanna travel, I want, you know? So your soul is calling you to do something. And whether it's inside of your current job or not, that doesn't have to be the thing that holds you back. And this is where then we have to ask ourselves the question, how are we entrapping ourselves inside of our current beliefs, our current truths? Why are we telling ourselves we can't do something? So these are really important questions too. I could go on forever, I'm sure, inside of this, but I'm gonna wrap it up because I'm just grateful that those of you who have tuned in have taken the time to listen. And the, the messages for the week, Stay aligned, stay awake, stay alert, listening to the signals that are coming from inside, starting to think about reorganizing, thinking about restructuring, putting things into motion, because in a couple of weeks, we're going to be in that Mercury retrograde. We're going to be in a place where we're really going to be doing this 
restructuring, reorganizing, reviewing, looking at everything again. Um, and, you know, it'll, it'll affect us all a little bit differently depending on our signs, but you know, this is, this is a time where this is a good time to, to start some action and creating some strategy, um, to start moving things forward before we get into the energy where we have to slow down a little bit and start kind of looking at what needs to be moved around and sort of, you know, the new things. Although, you know, Mercury retrograde is an amazing time to, to start new habits um, that are healthy and, and support your path because of the fact that then we get the benefit of that energy coming back to us again and again every time we, we go into a retrograde. So I hope you enjoyed this channeling and the messages that are coming through. I hope this resonates with, with each of you in some way. The sprays that I was using today are, are back in stock. I've got my inventory up after being cleaned out during the holidays. I've got all of my, my chakra sprays in stock. I've got my grounding and purification spray in stock. I've got the angel aura channeling spray in stock. Um, so you can buy each of them individually for $29 a bottle, or you can do a set of eight, which is all seven chakras plus your grounding purification spray for $222. And these are available at the Crystal Butterfly in Kings Park, or you can reach out to me directly. And I can also ship you a set if you're not anywhere nearby to do a pickup. So just a, just an FYI, I've got some other sprays cooking and they're going to be released soon. And more in the realm of some of the things that we've talked about today with the unicorns and galactics and, and things like that. So stay tuned and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Love you all. Blessings for your week and lots of new moon manifestations. Thanks everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one -on -one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.